Yo, everyone, what's going on? It's me, it's me, that's Anime Double T, and I'm waiting for my co-host for this show, Cody, to join. Uh, but we do have a special guest. <clears throat> we do have a special guest today uh, that was actually my is my co-host for tomorrow's show, Beyond the Mat, and let's bring her in. Hello. Welcome, welcome. welcome. Um, I finally have my voice back now, so I can actually do a podcast. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about AW um, All In, and then we're going to talk about Payback that's coming Saturday. We're going to give our predictions, and then we're going to talk about All Out which is a week after All In, which absolutely just still blows my mind that Tony Khan's that stupid. Anyway. <laughs> so, you stopped one hell of a show. I'm not going to lie. I did. <laughs> um, that was... <clears throat> I had to watch it the next day. I Because we had just... <clears throat> so, I pretty much watched bits and pieces of it yesterday and wow i yeah just wow um hopefully my dog will leave that squeaker alone um but so out of that whole night what was for you the the moment that like you'll never forget What's the moment you will never in in your lifetime forget? Okay, there's two. Well, uh, actually, there's three. There's three moments as a wrestling fan I will never, ever forget about that night. One is obviously seeing Sting live, seeing, like, be, being a wrestling fan since I was seven. I never thought I'd get the opportunity to see Sting live, and here I am saying I can now officially say I've seen Sting live wrestle and win and yeah um so yeah sting being one of them uh the second one has to be the main event mjf versus adam cole that was just electrifying um but most importantly i think any AEW fan if you go to any event i think that one thing that you want to do and if you get to do it is sing judas but I didn't just get to sing Judas. I get to sing it live with Jericho. It was just honestly amazing. Uh, just the best experience. And I've already booked my hotel for next year. <laughs> I was going to say, are, are you, uh, you going, uh, I would hope that you would want to go back next year. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'll be getting better tickets because um, the seats I had, uh, they wasn't bad. They, they, as I said, it wasn't bad at all. It was more the fact of, where we were sat because we were so high up, the TV screen was kind of in the way of the ramp and how they uh, positioned the ring and the ramp and everything else. You had to have decent, decent seats to even see. Like I got to see the ring and I could see the screens. I just couldn't see who's coming down the ramp. So it was it was good. I enjoyed it. And I got to, as I said, I got to experience many things that I never thought I would as a kid. So did you uh, get any merch while you were there? I didn't. Um, I was going to. Um, I had the money to. I just couldn't justify waiting in the queues because every time there was a queue, it was as long as you'd expect it to be. So luckily, I brought mine off Amazon a couple of days before. Um, so my merch is ha like I've got my merch now. I've got my acclaimed shirt that everyone knows that I love the acclaimed. Um, and I am also going to have a look to see if I can find the t-shirt that I really wanted, uh, which was the AEW All in London, and it says I was there, so hopefully I'll get there, hopefully. That's awesome. I'm hoping that uh, to, and I'm, I haven't told Andrew this yet, but we're looking potentially at going to um, Collision when it comes to Grand Rapids in like three weeks. 
So we're crossing fingers and hope hopefully we can still get tickets. Um, lower level seats are going for forty five dollars. So wow, it's do it. Yeah. So it's just a matter of getting. We got like massive amounts of bills to pay and still kind of reeling from a couple of things, but yeah, we're we're getting there. So um let's see i don't know the match order you would know it but better than me um okay so first we had aussie open versus mjf then we had jack perry versus hook then we had oh my god this is how many matches there were i'm trying to remember what order it was um then we had oh my god i'm gonna have to look at my photos what we had that's that's how many oh. matches there were okay so we had obviously we had mjf versus uh aussie open um then we had hook versus jack perry then we had cm punk versus samoa joe then we had kenny omega versus jay white and that yeah, the Bullet Club versus the Golden Elite. Or yeah. yeah. Then we had FTR versus the Young Bucks, Blackpool Combat Club, um, etc. And I actually could see the, uh, John Moxie from my seat walking around the crowd. Um, so, yeah, we had that match. Then we had the Fatal 4-Way. Then we had Sting versus Derby. And then obviously we had the acclaimed, and then MJF versus Adam Cole. We had many matches. It was great. <laughs> the man who would be late for his own funeral has decided to show up. Way. I mean, you're not inaccurate. <laughs> you're definitely sure as fuck not inaccurate. I'll say that. I could definitely be late to my own funeral. Only because the Oscar Mayer wiener truck probably broke down. Facts. Um. No, we're just talking a little bit aid or all in, um, and the massive card that that uh, how like only was... one match was good. Wait, wait, wait! Are you on about the MJF versus Adam Cole? Main that event? is like the only one I'm going to care about. Yeah. To be fair, like there was a few matches where the crowd felt very dead, um, but then it it kind of kept going more and more and more until we got to that MJF versus Adam Cole and all of us lost our voices by then. Okay, I'm going to put it this way. The fact that the MJF-Adam Cole match was the only one that didn't have any wrestling logical issues or camera issues or anything of that nature, it's the only match that went well for AEW All-In. <laughs> well, I mean, aesthetically, I I think that the that Jericho uh, match was a lot of fun. Because... Oh god, the, the the crowd was hyped for that one because of obviously Will Ospreay being English and obviously Jericho being Jericho. It was quite a big match. But as Cody said, MJF and Adam Cole had the biggest pop out of every single one of them. Like 100%. the thing is, is that I would I I'm more excited to see the turn of Adam Cole or MJF than I am to see the turn of Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. Yeah. See, we kept, because when you get to Wembley, you're only allowed a certain size bag. And because my bag was too big, I had to go and drop it off and uh, pay a fee, etc. So when I was collecting the bag after the match, it, like after it all finished, um, I was talking to these two guys and we, and, uh, a guy, another guy from Austria who was on about the Gunther and everything else. When we were talking, we literally said we thought the person that was going to turn was Adam Cole, but we thought Roderick Strong was going to be on MJF's side. So then it kind of had uh, MJF his face, Adam Cole his heel, and it still worked. Wait a minute. How How is Roderick Strong on MJF's side making MJF a face? So, because if Adam Cole turned and yeah. then said no to Roderick Strong and then Roderick Strong was working with MJF, 
then try and get MJF more heel than he, uh, sorry, more face than he is. We honestly thought Adam Cole was going to turn on him and we thought Roderick Strong was going to be behind the scenes with MJF instead of Adam Cole. There was kind of like a, it, when we was in the queue and talking, etc. we were talking about all the different ways that it could have happened. And like me and a guy who I know personally um, who went as well, we kept saying that all the matches were good but it just didn't have that boom to it. Like, so we're kind of expecting, I don't know, not like a WWE thing. We were more expecting like maybe a return, maybe um, something happened that gives us a bit more of a storyline or something there. There was just no kind of fireworks to it, if that makes so sense. So to anyone who's watching, does everybody understand now why I have so low expectations when it comes to pay-per-views in general? Because if I give myself hyped up, like, oh, this guy's going to return, or this guy's going to return, or this is going to happen, or that's going to happen. Yeah, I can make a prediction or be like, hey, I think this is the way it could go. But if I put myself in that fact that I believe, like, oh, we're going to have a return, or oh, we're going to have this, or oh, we're going to have that, and it doesn't happen, then the whole thing deflates for me. It it didn't deflate me as such, because obviously, as I've just been saying to Matt, I've booked my hotel for next year. I'm ready for next year to go. <laughs> so I can't say shit. But it was kind of like, because of how big Wembley is, and how big... London as general is you thought there'd be something like fireworky if that makes sense the only fireworks that technically happened was backstage between MJ uh, between um, CM Punk and Jack Perry so if it happened we wouldn't know because it was backstage like even the stampede match I don't know if anyone's seen on the telly itself Eddie Kingston and um Claudio, etc. Everyone who wasn't in the ring was backstage to the point us as viewers who were there could not see shit. The only thing we seen of that bit was what you guys were seeing on the screen. We couldn't see any of them. They were not backstage. The only thing I can happily say now is I was sat across the stadium from Sasha Banks, aka Mercedes Monet. I could see her from my seat. Okay. A now, cool. for for that stadium for that stadium stampede, um, I I I have to give that a nine and a half skewers for. <laughs> no, I don't know if the telly picked it up, but all of us in the stadium was laughing at it when it all fell out, and he just had a couple of them hanging out of his head. We all laughed, but honestly, that match for me, nah, it was probably I'd give it a five. Out of 10? Yeah. I'm going to give that a big old goose egg because the camera shot was wonky. Yeah. Fucking the entire match was nothing but indie death bot spots. Yeah. Um, it, it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I almost, had I almost had the finish. Last week, I predicted Orange Cassie's going to orange punch fucking John Moxley and get the pin. It was Claudio, but still, same outcome. I called that, and I'm like, See, motherfucker. The thing is, um, this is the same for, excuse me, the House of Black versus the Acclaimed. If anyone heard it, when they came out, their, uh, their speculation was... Um, a no holds barred match. Everyone caught that, yeah? Where the fuck was the no holds barred? It was just a regular match. There was nothing to it to make it a no holds barred match. <laughs> well, the chick got in the way, and then that was it. She got um, she got scissored. Yeah, she got that scissored for her troubles. That's a that's a statement. Only professional wrestling where you <laughs> that, can say a that thing. a woman got scissored and it had nothing to do with lesbians. Um. It- <laughs> To be fair, the two blokes that we met that were set in the row with us, we were like, while we're shouting scissor me daddy ass, I hope there's not lesbians in this stadium that doesn't know what we mean when we say scissor me. Because if not, there's going to be some lawsuits on people's hands right not, now. Not necessarily lawsuits, just going to be like, well, this is in poor taste. You're making fun <laughs> yeah. of the LGBTQ community. No, <laughs> if you watch the product, you understand that these two dipshits started doing this for no fucking reason. Uh, but no, it was it was a I, like as I said, I've booked my hotel for next year, so it simply says that 
I, it was an amazing experience. Oh, okay. well, Tony Khan, if you're somehow watching this, please, next year, pretty please, pretty, pretty, pretty please, just put something there that gives us the bit of the, yes, let's go, that's not just MJF and Adam Cole. Tony, right? I'm going to say this right now. If you're watching this, Tony Khan, stay off the meth or the coke. Either way, get off of it. Your head will go clear, and then you'll realize that Moxley isn't as good as you think he is. Well, my, also, Tony my, Khan, please get me to meet Orange Cassidy in the claim. Thanks. Why him? Why Cassidy? I, that's I, come on. Right. So this is how I explain it to every Cassidy? single person. We've obviously got Grayson freaking Waller at the top. He He's top. That's like, fine. No he's one athletic. Is top he's in good looking. Okay. Hell, I'd second fuck him. Second, right, so you've got a joint second, which is Mr. Orange Cassidy, and he could freshly squeeze me any day of the week, right? And, yes, Cody, I said it how I meant it. And then joint second with him is my chavvy guy of all century, my little Will Ospreay. I would happily be freshly squeezed between them two any day of the week. Okay, Matt, I'm here. She can go away now. <laughs> so this is what our show has became. This is, uh... No, 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 right. Before Matt comes in at me and Cody, this no. is me and Cody together. You should know better, Matt. Me and Cody together are a bad mix. This is quite calm and collective for me no. and Cody. <laughs> She's well, I, I completely wrong. understand that. <laughs> I'm completely... I... Oh, I do have a um, question for you both before oh we um what's your favorite cheese? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I quit. Pepper Jack. Um oh, okay, next question. <laughs> See, I knew that I, I knew that was gonna get a reaction out of Cody. On to the next one. So, like, do you not understand <laughs> how bad that would sting? Oh, Cody, Cody, stop, stop! I don't even right. have the body parts in my team. Oh no! Let's reel it back in, Cody. No. <laughs> um. No. Okay. No. AEW as a whole for all in. Do you, this, this is my question. Do you think they should scrap all out and make all in the big four? Absolutely. Cause if they're going to do it in Wembley every fucking year, they might as well scrap all out. Cause there's no sense in having a pay-per-view well, back to back. Here's the thing. Why not? Why do you have to do them? What? Seven days apart. There's that that to me makes zero sense. Why would even WWE in their infinite um, wisdom? All out is more collision, by the way. That added more collision matches because we didn't have any at all in. Fucking where? I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a it's it's gonna be a pay per view in Chicago without everyone's homeboy CM Punk. Yeah, so, but that's him and Jack Perry's own fault. No, no, he's he's what I'm saying. Um, Jack Perry's actual, not. Um. Of actual gospel truth right now, CM Punk actually did get the train and the underground etc. in London because Tony Khan, whoever Tony Khan organised for a driver didn't pick him up from the airport, um, so we did actually get the train, there has been footage I have a picture um, which will be on uh, my podcast page which is obviously Brain Wrestling Podcast um, which you will see very very soon, but he was on the train he legit got the train from the airport I mean he fit, he, that that kind of fits his mo though i mean that's kind of yeah. his people it's just it it's whatever it, i'm just gonna say this um aew all in financially was a success product wise god they gotta fucking fix everything um logic loopholes in everything um except adam cole and mjf the only logic loophole i could see there is that the ring of honor tag titles are on them whatever so what um but other than that they're telling a great story right now um this will be their bloodline for the year it, it, there's just no. so many logic loopholes like the big one is page or soraya 
and Tony Storm like screwing off on each other because Paige's mother held Britt Baker. Britt Baker ducked. Tony, in the middle of a swing, went and hit her mother. Now, if I was Soraya, logic dictates I would be pissed off at Britt Baker and be punting her in the face for ducking. But that's not pro wrestling. Even pro wrestling logic dictates that that would be the thing. Okay. Again, I've been not, not to throw my age card out there, but it's been like that for the last 50 years of pro wrestling. The per the person who delivers the super kick, the punch, the clothesline, the chair shot is always at fault. It's not the person who ducks. It's just pro wrestling. It's Which been is- like that. It's been like that since fucking George's gorgeous George fucking Bruno and George's George. Yeah. I mean, it's how Matt says to us that he's not, he's not even sixty, but he's currently acting sixty right now. No, no, I'm I'm just saying it's it's. It's Notice how he's still didn't deny he's 60. Matt, it's all coming out now. Just admit you're 60. We all know on WrestleTalk. I, I you knew you could sign up for AARP. We know he's secretly got his pension in his bank account right now. <laughs> Believe me, if I had a pension in my fucking bank account, I wouldn't be dealing with you. Hey. That. My name's That's Grandpa not inaccurate, but still, that hurts. <laughs> Cody, be nice to Grandpa Matt. Wow. Anywho, but yeah, like if if we can go over the matches real quick, I, I'd love to give my ratings. No, because as soon quick. as we talk about the matches, etc., you're just gonna be no shit, 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 shit. MJF not exactly. It's, <laughs> not exactly. I mean, the Omega match was bullshit. I didn't like that at all. The FTR oh, no, Young started, Bucks match. I was, was just great. enjoying going, oh, Kenny Omega. You Brits in your chance. Now, what what, <laughs> what was the atmosphere when uh, Chris Jericho started doing his, uh, making, paying homage to uh, Queen? Freddie Mercury. Uh, hold up. I have a video. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but we will try. So, hold up. This is what it sounded like live. It comes to a point where um, we were overpowering Jericho. I don't know if it showed it on the telly, but that guy needed his mic turned up a bit more because we overpowered him. Oh, yeah. We could not hear him at all. Yeah. I mean, it gave me goosebumps watching that replay of him singing his song. Well, you guys singing his song. That, to me, was like one of the highlights of the night. Oh, honestly, you had Goosebumps watching it on telly. Imagine how my Goosebumps on top of Goosebumps were singing it live with, honestly, I will never, ever forget that moment. Phrasing. Yeah. Huge huge phrasing. But, um, no, Punk Joe was good with the exception of the Pepsi plunge off the top. I'm not going to lie. That match surprised me. Um, I was going to honestly use that as my toilet break. And it didn't. The first match is your toilet break? No. So we had to get the, so the doors open at half three. But it didn't start until five. Well, it technically started at four, which nobody was told. Um, I literally made it for Big Show. Well, Paul <laughs> White, Gardo, Jeff Jarrett, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I made it to that moment, that point. That was when we walked in, was that okay. moment. We weren't told that it started half an hour after the doors opened. What they didn't tell us was it's actually two hour, um, uh, no, sorry, an hour and a half. By um, zero show. hour. Nobody, nobody told us because we got, was told it starts at five. That is what time the pre show starts. So mm. everything that you've seen beforehand, which was like the Gardo, the Paul White, the yeah. Jeff Jarrett bit. We never got a clue what it, we we didn't had no idea about it. I don't know if anyone else knew about it, but us as 
like me, I had no clue about it because I would have been there a lot earlier if I could have. Hmm. <sighs> but yeah, I, I mean, Punk Joe was good. Uh, Omega and the Golden Elite versus the Bullet Club Gold or whatever you want to call it. And Takesha. Uh, was a decent match, but I still hate Omega. So there's that. Um, Can we boot him out? Can we make this is my show? This is the co-host of my show, and you're already late to your show. Watch tomorrow. I'm sorry that I have more kids than you do. Huh? I'm sorry that I got more kids than you do. Well, do you know what that's telling you, Cody? Buy a TV. (laughs) I did buy a TV. I have three TVs. So be- before we move on, uh, breaking news: uh, Brian Pillman is official, officially WWE. Oh my god! I swear Good. to God, every time, right since Bray's passing, every time I hear breaking news, I honestly feel someone's gonna die, and I don't like it, and it scares the shit out of me. Now, breaking news: uh, former AEW star has officially signed with WWE, and he's Good. He, he's he, now in the he's at he's currently at the uh, performance center. They better keep him as Brian Pillman Jr. If they don't, they've ruined him immediately. Well, I think they have no choice. That the because I, I mean, he looks like a dad. Right, but that's the thing. Like, if nobody in WWE, if nobody that watches WWE watched AEW and knows of Brian Pillman Jr., they're not going to care. Well, that's I think name. that's why they're going to start with NXT because in NXT you can get a name for yourself before going to main roster. And that's his. Name that's like he owns the right to that name, so I would almost 100% guarantee he's just like Cody Rhodes, he's not yeah. gonna switch his name. No, but but yeah, I'm I just, all that just all the luck in the world for the kid. Hope he does well. I can't wait to watch him. Um, but I'm on to more uh. AEW all out or all I was in. gonna say, do you want to go to all out or do you want to go to the pay per view before it at payback? Let's go to payback because I honestly, at this point, looking at that match card for all out is disappointing as hell. It means <laughs> nothing to me. It doesn't. There's not a championship match on that card other than R- except the Mox- TNT title. It's it's Moxley versus yeah, wait- either either Penta or Orange Cassidy. But the well, thing is, we've got Darby Allen versus Christian Cage, which we basically had it all in, just except all the others. Say that again, Haley. That we've got Darby Allen versus Christian Cage at all out. No, we, we have had, Darby Allen versus had that at all in. We, we just have, with we have Darby Allen versus Luchasaurus because he's the actual TNT champion. Yeah, it, it's it's just I don't know. I think Miro, because of how much they were focused on All In, All Out's just going to be like at there. Yeah, and All Out's a big four. Why? And, and that goes back to why is it All Out? Like literally seven days after your one of your biggest pay per view of the year it makes zero sense. And if they do it and they do it successful, fair enough. But right now. They shouldn't do it straight after all in. If they're gonna do it after all in, which we obviously know they're gonna, they could at least I don't know add something more magical because we had the most magical moment with MJF versus Adam Cole in the main event. If all out, I don't think all out's gonna top it. I really don't. It's not. Go- it, it can't with the way that they have with the way that they have the card booked. There's nothing on that card that's going to top anything at All In. Even though some of the matches did suck at All In, nothing on All Out will compare to what was on on All In. See, the thing is as well, obviously we didn't know the matches for All In when we brought our tickets. All the tickets went on sale before we found out the matches. So you never know, All Out might do the same and might actually give us some decent matches. But after what we've just had at All In, I honestly don't think there's going to be anything that can be topped the only match on here that is at all appeasing is omega tateshka that's the yeah. only like that's the only one that i'm like all right that could be fun i mean yeah, ruby soho ruby soho versus statlander 
Okay. And how's that how's that gonna work out with the outcasts now completely disbanded? I I think there's gonna be uh Tony Storm versus Araya for the um thingy. I I, I think it's just gonna be really so thingy. I don't think Tony Storm's gonna be part of Outcast. For the thingy. Not even the AEW Women's Championship for the thingy. Uh, That's mate, I'm just that tired. No, wrestling. I'm just exhausted. I've had about eight hours. Well, I'm not now. I've caught up with my sleep. But this weekend, I had about eight hours sleep from Friday morning. Uh, well, about Thursday night to Monday morning. I had eight hours sleep. Oh, whose fault is that? I'm exhausted. Is that mine? Um, but, it's not mine uh, either. I had to go to Wales. <laughs> I had to go to Wales before I even went to Ulan. And then we have like right after again, like right after Wrestle Dream is October first. So what the fuck is Wrestle Dream? That's the next pay per view after all in, all out or all in. Yeah. Wait, what? wait, wait, wait. A minute. AEW. AEW has another pay per view after all out. Yes, it's it's uh, Wrestle Dream, and it's in October. Why? Why does Wrestle Dream sound like it would be Impact, not AEW? Why does Wrestle Dream sound like it's some stupid ass indie show? Because it's put on by a stupid ass indie show. AEW. You take that back. That, that's a good one. I like you. I like you a lot, sir. You, you take that back. Yeah, he's right. No. It I'm not going to lie, has- though. The thing with well, me at the minute is, is obviously WWE Impact AEW. I think at the minute, and people in the comments can tell me wrong. I know Cody's going to tell me wrong because he always does because he just doesn't have opinions that are the same as mine. Um, <laughs> but for oh, me at Jesus the minute, <laughs> for me at the minute, it goes SmackDown. Then, obviously, Rampage Dynamite. Then Raw. I think Raw's really piss poor at the minute. Yeah. Like, I just don't like Raw at the minute. I watch SmackDown, and we all know why I watch SmackDown, because there's a certain man on my screen when I watch it. Um, But at the same time, I just don't think Raw's all that at the minute. I really don't. I think it's really piss poor. Well, that whole Wrestle Dream is a collaboration. I'm I'm reading it um, between AEW and New Japan. So it's a Forbidden Door. So it's yeah, it's another Forbidden Door, but it's supposed to mark the anniversary of the passing of uh, Antonio Inoki. Yeah. So. So now we have Double or Nothing, All Out, Wrestle Dream, Forbidden Door. All in. Full gear, revolution. You got six. All in. All, you know what? I'm not even going to count all in as a pay-per-view. I'm counting it as a one-off. How can it be when we got it again next year? It's another one-off. So it, all in is crown jewel. No, you take that back. Oh, you take that back. Crown jewel is so shit compared to all in. You, you tell me I'm wrong, Haley. Crown jewel is nothing but shit matches... Well, not shit matches. Matches that are just there that are non-canon. The only the only canon match they had in AEW was Cole and fucking um, MJF. MJF. There you go. All in is the crown jewel. So the Brits. So to AEW, the Brits are the Saudis. There you go. Right, Matt. If you need a new co-host on a Tuesday, I can clear my schedule <laughs> any day of the week. Look, I'm gonna say it loud and proud. Well, I don't care. I, I, this is a rare occasion where I will absolutely disagree with you. Because all, no, yes, you. <laughs> what do you because, mean? This is a rare occasion. This is what we do. We disagree. Okay, so, no, no, this is a definitive. Like, like sometimes I sway towards agreeing a little bit with you, but you can't say that all in. Is not a staple now. Um, Cody, what what Matt's trying to tell you is, I'm the better co-host, and he's going to agree with me more. Mute. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Now, (laughs) now, what I'm saying is, I feel like okay. So WrestleMania, it had to have an origin, right? Yeah. I feel like this is going to turn into Tony Khan's WrestleMania. I firmly believe it. Okay. I, I think it's going to turn into his WrestleMania. 
if this stays at Wembley for the next five years, it's crown jewel. But it's not. Just because it's on foreign soil doesn't mean it's... No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying not only is it on foreign soil, but it's going to be a dedicated pay-per-view the same time every year, just like Crown Jewel, because you, you're we're guaranteed Crown Jewel in February and in November, October, November. We're guaranteed WrestleMania every May or every April. March or April, yeah. give or take. Yes, but that's in a different city every single year. The Saudi shows pretty much have the same amount of audience that All In had. Close to 70,000. They had 80,000, but it's like 70,000 people every single time. But you didn't have people traveling from the United States to London. Like, you didn't have, you don't have people trans, uh, traveling from the United States to the Saudi show. Yeah, you, you have do. People- not nearly as many as the green shirt guy is there every single time. Okay. <laughs> Do you not understand the concept of the green shirt guy? I he, get it. It's he like doesn't a... buy the fucking ticket. His aunt blows fucking Vince McMahon for for crack money, so she must be like, paralegal. Yes, um, she was. And he goes to shows like he sits front row. I get that, but show. have you seen the last like two or three Saudi shows? There's been a lot more Americans there. Then because because they're probably military, if I'm being completely yeah. honest. Yeah, probably. But no, you you had how many? You had a lot of you YouTubers and a lot of TikTokers over there that traveled from the U.S. and Canada and then over to London for the, right. for that event. And to me, it's going to be become a global thing. It's not just going. I I truly think that all in or all out will be. Tony's masterpiece. I think this is okay. going to be his. Well, his, his here's the mania. thing. I hope you're right. I truly do. I hope you're right. I just, I feel like it. If it's going to stay in, if it stays in Wembley for like ten years plus, that's why I'm saying it's Crown Jewel. It's their foreign pay per view that they're just throwing a bunch of matches, like good matches, at to get the crowd there. And this is no this is no slight on the crowd over there or the European uh, wrestling fans, but they are more passionate about wrestling than we are. Because there's nothing there. Fuck you, Cody. No, I, I'm I'm being completely that's, serious. I, I that's not I what, okay. That's not what I meant, Haley. I meant like as in as in wrestling in general. There's really nothing big over there. So when WWE, AEW, hell, even Ring of Honor, or even Impact comes over, they're like, fuck yeah, wrestling. And? That's what I'm saying. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, he got 60,000 seats in a week just from announcing it. No matches. And then we've got 81,035 people in a stadium watching it. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good for financial business. Product wise, I didn't think it was all that good, but financially, he did bango bucks for his. Also, for, for the people who watch this um, and want to comment about the Jaguar belt that WWE apparently taken off, they didn't. They did not take it off. It sold out that quick. They had to take it they, off. They say the fanatics page on Twitter said it sold out quickly on pre-order. So we're going to have more in stock in three days. Bullshit. Tony Khan out beat your asses by a shitload of people and you're all pissed. Yep. I'm sure he, yeah, I'm sure he's the one that bought them all. I think it, is it called the Jacksonville Jaguars or something? I think (laughs) I'm right on that one. Like they sold out that quick. It says a lot about. Haley, say Jaguars. Jaguar. Say it again. Jaguar. Jaguars. It's Jaguar. Jaguars. Jaguar. It's how it's spelled. It's how it's said. It's Jaguar. Don't even try and go for this American English bullshit. Because you stole our language in the first place, Cody. Do not even start me right now, Mr. Cornette. And we need it better. I do have a question. Um, 
Go put yourself was, uh, in the trash can. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. Who, uh, what is Paul Levesque's ring name again? What's who? Paul Levesque. No comment, because I know you lot are all going to take the piss, so I'm not even saying anything anymore. I'm going mute. Look, look. <laughs> Can you, okay, hold on. I want to see if this is an English thing or if this was a regal thing. Can you say Umaga? Umaga. Okay, so it was just regal. He couldn't do it right for whatever. Hey, Every that's time he would try to... episode. That's tomorrow's episode. We're gonna. I know, but I just, I just got to oh, say. No, you're not going to bully me on tomorrow's episode. No. No, 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 no. Tomorrow, tomorrow's the William Regal episode. I know, but I know what Cody's going to be like when we talk about William Regal. He's no, going to no, go, no, Shana. You're, you're with Shane. You're with good people tomorrow. You're with good hey! People. That's rude. I'm a good Cody, person. Cody, I'm Cody. It may be rude, but it's very, very true. You could not deny it. So, payback this Saturday. Yep. Uh, we got Becky Trish Steel Cage. Um, we'll, just go, we'll go in that order. We'll predict right now. Becky, Trish, Steel Cage match. Who do you got? Becky, because Lee has come in. Cody, who do you got? He's currently telling child off. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love Hi, you. Hi, cutie. Uh, who are we starting out with? I'm sorry. Becky, Trish. Becky. Well, hold on. It's in a steel cage? Yep. It's going to be Becky because Lita's coming back. That's why it's called Payback. Nah, Lita I'm going to say it's going to be Trish with Lita's help. I'm going to go with Becky. Look, 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 look. It's my Funko Pop. Yeah, I'm going to go with Trish and it's going to be Trish, Lita, and Zoe Stark in a group. Why, if Trish um, injured Lita for the tug? Maybe Lita played along. No one knows. Well, uh, yeah, you're wrong, Cody, and we'll just move along. Uh, next up, we got Seth freaking Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Seth. Shinsuke. Cody, stop going against me. Well, I really hope that it is Shinsuke because Rollins no, I'd like to see Shinsuke Nakamura with a title, but at the same time, there's too much focus on Shinsuke for it to not be. No, Seth. don't close the door. You got to go back out. I'm gonna go Shinsuke as well. Gonna... <gasps> you do traitors, right? I'm not coming in tomorrow. I'm quitting my job. How many times did you quit on the episode with Heel Kevin? But yet you're still here. Um... <laughs> Only because I'm nice. <laughs> um, you told me Cody. I only came because you told me Cody was not available and he wasn't going to come and it was going to be a peaceful podcast, but here we are. Hello? How dare you lie? How <laughs> dare you lie? Um, I mean, I, I, have to get, I have to somehow finagle getting talent on the show. Um, <laughs> Edeny. <laughs> Cody. Cody. He didn't even hear me. That's fine. Oh, no. I'm going to get you, you to repeat it so Cody hears it. Cody, ask him to repeat what he said. No more pinky promises, just high fives? Yeah. Okay. You got it. Cody, ask Matt to repeat what he just said. You said something ignorant. <laughs> That's all I need to know. You, as well. you, you, said, you said to me that I lied. I said, well, I have to do something to uh, finagle getting some sort of talent on the show. <laughs> oh, so you Tony conned it. Got it. Okay. So <laughs> so next up, we got Rhea versus Raquel. Rhea. For, I mean, Raquel. Gotta go Raquel. No I don't like Rhea enough to say it's going to be Rhea. I'm going to stick with my girl, Raquel. It's going to be... Re there's no reason for her to lose a title until Mania. I don't care. I'm saying Raquel. And we got Rey Mysterio, defensive U.S. championship against Austin Theory. Rey, but DQ. Throwaway match? Give it back to Austin Theory? I think... Uh, I think Austin wins with help from uh, Santos Escobar. Ooh. I think Santos turns on Rey. 
I want I want Theory to win with the help of Pretty Deadly. I like those three together. Wait, wait, wait. Did Cody Cornette just say he likes Pretty Deadly? I love them. I think they're a great tag team, honestly. I love my Pretty Deadly. I think they're a great tag. I've liked them since NXT UK. I think they're a great tag team. Next up is... Let me talk to you. Yeah. L. A night versus yeah. the Miz. LA Knight. Miz is gonna give LA Knight the push that he needs. Yeah. LA Knight, 100 percent Matt, I'm gonna give the floor to you and I'll go last. I mean, Cody, you know, you Cody, know Cody. I, I'm an ultimate I'm an ultimate fanboy when it comes to fucking LA Knight. I think he has the charisma. He like he's the total package. I gotta give it to LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Cody's going to annoy me now. I'm not on the LA hype train yet. Wait, hold up. Hold up. I'm, Matt, I'm just checking my schedule for every Tuesday. Give me a sec. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, free. I've got nothing planned. We're all good. I'm not on that train yet. But why? Why, why are you not? His wrestling's not that good. Yes, he's charismatic. He's very entertaining. It just it feels somehow him talking feels pushed. What do you mean pushed? Like it it feels like Are you saying it feels forced? Wait, hold up a minute. A You're a fan of Austin Theory, aren't you, Cody? Hmm. Are you a fan of Austin Theory? Yes, I think he has great in-ring work. Don't you think he got pushed? No, no, I don't think he was forced. He actually got he actually got put on the back burner as the US champion after Cena. And that was sad to see, and I did not like that. No, but I'm on about before Cena. Do you not think he got the push, the fact that he tried? No. No, I don't think he got anything after that Cena match. I think he got screwed. No, I'm on about before Cena. Before the whole Cena thing, do you think he got No, forced? I think he was on the right trajectory. It should have gone to him and Cena. But then after Cena, it just went straight down. It didn't even fucking decline. It just went straight down. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Cena called that. Because it doesn't matter. Right. And I understand that. But it, it but that's, that's also on WWE. If you're not going to give the kid an opportunity... To figure out something that's on them, not just the superstar, it's also on the booking committee. Um, I feel like LA Knight now is being forced because of the way, however, he got well, he got he more popular, got organically, he got over it. That's like. But that's what I'm trying to figure. Like I'm, I've gone back since the Bray Wyatt match. I have gone back and looked at everything LA Knight has done, and I don't understand why he organically got over. I can't pinpoint a single reason or a single thing on how he or get like what started the organic push for, for me, fans to. For me, I play see it. For me, I see him getting over because the people who used to watch him over in NWA and Impact mm-hmm. are now watching WWE as well. So they're, they're already a fan of his from Eli Drake. Okay, so you're saying like fans of Eli Drake are now watching the product and telling new people who are watching the product that have never seen Eli Drake or uh, what he's done beforehand and they're showing him what he's done. And now it's just like, yeah, we like him for what he's done before. We want him to do more of that. And then, he, I mean, he's essentially take, just basically changed his name at this point. From Eli Drake to L.A. Knight. And he's yeah. portraying yeah. the same character. See, that's the thing. I don't, to me, to me, I don't get it. Same thing with Orange Cassidy. Same thing with fucking... Young Bucks, same thing with Omega, same thing with Osprey. These guys could have great matches. 
I could pinpoint when some of their matches are shit, especially Osprey and Omega, but that's neither here nor there. But it, for whatever reason, doesn't click with me. And I, 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 I've, I've compared Osprey as a tougher Shawn Michaels. That's not a knock. That's that's a huge compliment. It's just I don't get it. I I don't understand why. Yes, do I think that LA Knight's going to win the way he's been going up? Yeah, it's going to LA Knight's going to win the match. It just for whatever reason I cannot get behind a dude. Okay. And the last last met the number 6 is KO and Sammy versus Balor and Priest. There's only six matches that on Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no bloodline. Well, that got scrapped last week because of obvious yeah. reasons. And then Jimmy's coming back this week to talk yeah. about Jay. So whatever. I mean, we might have something happen where a match gets added on Friday night, but I highly doubt it. Right. And you're saying it's KO and Sammy versus Finn and Judge uh, Judgment Day, uh, and it's a Steel City Steel City Street Fight, so it's basically anything goes. Yeah, and it's Priest and Finn. Okay. I see. <laughs> That's the beauty part about having a wide angle lens; you can see everything <laughs> that happens behind you. Um, but yeah, for me, I never thought I'd say this, but bring on the Judgment Day. <sighs> Well, bud. I'm not playing a game. I'm talking to people. Okay, fine. You can watch me talk to people for the next five minutes. Um. Wait, Cody, who's his favorite wrestlers? He doesn't have any. He doesn't really watch it with me. How about you stand? No, how about you stand right here? Um, KO, I think KO and Sam, you're going to win this right now. Do you think that Finn Balor and Damian Priest are going to turn on each other there then? Uh, I think Rhea is going to be like, fuck you two, I'm out. Stop. Um, I'm going to go Judgment Day because that gives a way for Damian Priest to be on both shows with that money in the bank briefcase. Ooh. Um, and it also gives a different dynamic. It gives the MJF Adam Cole dynamic to or the Shawn Michaels and John Cena dynamic from back when they held uh tag gold together, and one's gonna end up or obviously Damian Priest is gonna end up with a cha- championship somewhere along the line. So I just think it's gonna be I think Finn and Damien are going to win for that reason. See, I like the idea that... Yeah, I like that idea too. (laughs) I like that idea that you're giving Damien an excuse to be on both shows with the briefcase. I like that. What? Okay, hear me out. Stop. (laughs) What if they use the briefcase on Gunther? Instead That's of what Seth, I mean, like instead of Seth or uh, Roman, I mean that'd be a perfect person to take it off of uh, Gunther, right? I mean the SmackDown, the SmackDown after no wait, because he's over on Raw now, right? Yeah, so he, Raw, he he needs to hold after, it. What was it? I think he, it's. I think the last time I checked, he needs to hold it till the twenty seventh of September to beat Honky. Okay. So I mean, buddy. No, are you? If you're on about Gunther, I think he's very, very close. Then we'll play outside. Yeah, let me double check that. You need um, to wait that I'm one. sure it's like a week away. Um, I... Right, hang on. Gunther has been Please. for 443 plus days. Honky Tonk's man was 454 days. So he literally needs nine days to win. Uh, the ring general will officially break the record next week on September 7th. That should be enough. So September 7th. When I come out, that'll be nine minutes. Okay? 
Love you. I'll make sure. I will set a timer on my computer. Love you. I will. Children can't live with them, can't live without them. Okay. Yeah, last I checked, it was September 27th, I believe, is that he needs to hold it till the beat honky. So, obviously, Gable's not going to lose or win at payback. Or did he have that Intercontinental Championship? Oh, no, he's going to have it next week. Yeah, so it says the ring general will officially break the record next week on September 7th. Um, he's currently at 443-plus days. Um, and the Honky Tonks man was 454 days, so he literally needs until oh, just about nine days left. Jesus Christ. So... We're two weeks away from him losing to Damian Priest on a random draw. Maybe, maybe, maybe. He I, don't think, I think they're going to keep him until, uh, I think they're going to keep it longer. I think they should keep it on Gunther till Mania, honestly. I, I said Royal Rumble or Mania, 100%. Survivor Series wouldn't be too bad either. Yeah, Survivor, like to a new up-and-coming rookie uh, at it would, Survivor it Series. It has to be one of the big four. Yeah, you, th you think it has to be a big four pay-per-view. Yes, it has to be a big four. Because him dropping it at like a Raw or SmackDown or a, even a live event, it doesn't, it doesn't, it hurts him more than it helps him. Well, what happens if he loses it at a random live event? Like, wouldn't that boost ticket sales? Wouldn't that? I don't be think he's going to randomly. I don't think anyone's ever lost a title at a random uh, event, have they? Bob oh. Backlund, Finn Balor, uh, Trevor Murdoch, Lance Cade. Um, There's been a few of them. Those are only the few that I can remember off the top of my head. But um, Backlund lost a diesel for the title, for the WWF title. I mean, that needed to happen. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor lost to Samoa Joe at a random NXT live event. There you go. Right. Oh, yeah, that was, was that the steel cage? It was, I think it, no, that was the next. Pay per view, but I think it was just a random match that they had. And now, uh, if I if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that over in like Japan or like? No, that was in New Jersey, I believe. Okay. And then Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch lost to London Paul London and Brian Kendrick uh, for the World Tag Titles for like two weeks out in Mexico. That was, I love, I love Brian Kendrick. Right. The man with the plan. Okay, so do you want to go over um, AEW all out? Or we... One little thing. You forgot one little thing that's happening in Payback, and I'm actually heartbroken you forgot him. What's that? Oh, the Waller effect. We get to see the Grice and Black and Waller effect. <laughs> with who? Grice and uh, Black and Waller and Crow DeRoads. Oh, yeah, Cody's on the... That's going to set up a program Cody's on the Grice and Waller effect. You know, goddamn Did, well. Have we fucked off on the brand split again? Yeah, because we've got LA Knight versus The Miz, which is obviously SmackDown versus Raw, and then you've got Grayson Waller, who's SmackDown, and Cody, who's Raw, on the Grayson Waller effect. That's what I'm getting at. Have we just fucked off on the brand split? To be fair, it's been fucked up since the drafts anyway. Accurate. I don't, I don't, I don't get WWE. I don't. I don't at all. Um, um, yeah, I've got a feeling something's going to happen and someone's going to come out for Cody to finish his story ready for Mania. Um, uh, before we go, I guess, um, I just want to say uh, to the Wyndham family, to the Funk family, um, as a long, long time member of the wrestling community and uh, a fan of pro wrestling, it is sad to see that these two legends have uh, gone, uh, especially Wyatt way too soon. Um, I hope that his family, everyone uh, is doing okay. Uh, thoughts and prayers for his daughters, his ex-wife, his girlfriend, um, dad, brother, uh, Terry Funk, same thing. I, you know, 
I hope everyone is doing okay. I hope uh, all is well in both camps. Um, they will be severely missed. And both huge innovators of their craft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very well put. Um, also, um, <clears throat> for if anyone hasn't seen the tributes to either or I, I had goosebumps reading every single one. There's so many nice words put about Terry Funk. There's been beautiful tributes about Bray Wyatt and mm-hmm. toward Jojo and his family. Um, and also like towards Eric and Braun, who we also know was part of the Wyatt family during the storylines, etc. Um, yep. but one that has her as well. If I don't know if anyone has seen it, but Randy Orton's wife, um, as we know, Randy Orton hasn't put anything. Um, but his wife did put it is heartbreaking to see her husband hurting. So the fact that Randy Orton um, hasn't put anything, but his wife has said it in the most beautiful words. Uh, we know that everyone's hurting. Obviously, Becky Lynch's um, tribute last night when she beat um, Trish Stratus, absolutely beautiful. And you could see, you can see within the tributes what a man Bray Wyatt, well, Wyndham was, sorry, not Bray Wyatt as a character, it was Wyndham. Um, mm. And as Cody said, our thoughts are with both uh, families, the Funk family and the Rotunda family. Um, And, yeah, it's been a very heartbreaking thing. Another person that has been, um, who's won a Slammy before, Bob uh, Bob Barker, we also lost him this week. (laughs) As we all know, he was on the Raw as well. Um, And our thoughts with their family as well. It's been a very weird week for wrestling. Uh, Absolutely, 100% a weird week. And not to um, something else happened. Top Dollar, I believe, lost his oh, lost a relative like literally the day, the same day as Bray passed away. Oh Jesus! So it was a oh because thirty six is no age at all, and it scares the shit out of me daily. As you two know, as parents, like you always yeah. so scared, but hearing that he was 36, I honestly, I, I didn't think of Brett because I was never. I mean, I, that was um, 30 years sorry. ago. Kids, we love them. Um, but as, um, I forgot my train of thought now. Um, Comes but, naturally. I, mean, that was it. I was never a fan of Bray. As much as he was creative, etc. I was never really a big fan. When he passed away, the first, there was two things I thought of was his his obviously his girlfriend and his kids because as parents ourselves we we never want that to happen we never want to do that and that broke me but second of all excuse me <coughs> um was the fact that I was thinking straight away Brody Lee was at them gates waiting for him 100% you you knew instantly and I I, I straight away I thought Eric and Braun have lost two brothers in 3 years the same for Bo Dallas, who he's lost friends and family in the past three years. And this is where, and I'm going to promote mental health, this is where not just the wrestlers as characters, the wrestlers in the real world and the ones that from off the stage, out the ring, need so much mental health help. And I do hope that not the rest of the community itself, but people like Vince, Stephanie, Triple H, etc., whoever needs it, even Tony Khan, because obviously uh, Redbeard, etc., whoever can get them the help or support them, they need it now more than ever. And I think that's where people mess up. Like, I'm not going to give them the platform, but someone said you shouldn't um, grieve over Bray. You'll know, all know who I'm on about when I say that. Yeah. People like that. Don't ever listen to them. Don't ever. If you want to grieve over a wrestler or a guy that was a wrestler or a woman or uh, like even Hornswoggle, whoever impacts you that much yeah. that you want to grieve, do it. If it hurts you, cry. Do whatever you can. Guys can do to get <coughs> over. It. Please don't act like that person says it all, and you shouldn't be able to grieve grieving is all types of things it's not just family it's not just friends there's people that have inspired you or mm-hmm. made your childhood that you can grieve over there's different things and people like that do not deserve a platform like they did yeah it's very well said 
All I have to say is that that guy, thanks for being on TikTok because you have made me look like a Satan, brighter light. You <laughs> stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. No, he has. With and that, if anyone knows who we're on about, please go and check on his apology. It's even funnier. Wait, he actually apologized? Uh, if you want to call it that, I'll tag it you in a minute. I'll oh, find please it. Do. Send it my way. I'd love to see that. Um, everyone that's tuned in, thank you for the last hour and change. We appreciate you stopping in, checking us out. If you listen to us later on on the replay, thank you for uh, supporting us and doing listening to three people talk about wrestling for an hour. Um, two people and Cody, you mean? <laughs> Fair. Um, I love you, really, Cody. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow on Beyond the Mat Wrestling or Beyond the Mat Wrestle Talk Wednesday when I'm back with Haley and we will be talking to Shayna Hill about. Mr. William Regal. Uh, it'll be a, f- a lot of fun. Uh, thank you again, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.